eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Con trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100,000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Juegos de frenos, faros, lo que necesites, eBay Motors lo tiene. Con Guaranteed Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le quede a tu carro a la primera o se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, ¿qué más llantas sino dinero? Mantén vivo ese espíritu de Ride or Die, baby, en eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com Solo para artículos elegibles. Se aplican las acciones dicen más que las palabras. Abre el Pro Access Tailgate disponible de la nueva Ford F-150. Sí, una puerta oscilatoria de fácil acceso para convertir su cama en tu nuevo taller. Conecta tus herramientas al Pro Power Onboard disponible. Ya sea que necesites soldar o cortar madera, con la F-150 puedes. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Pro Access Tailgate disponible en la primavera de 2024. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. and welcome to a new episode of How to Slay. Today, we have a real treat. We're going to be talking with Carly Kushney, CEO and Creative Director of Kushney. Kushney is a luxury women's wear and accessories brand that is one of the most exciting brands out there today, I believe, for modern women. And I'm very excited and really honored to welcome Carly to our show. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Carly, you have been in business for was it, a little over 10 years now, yeah. right? And so there's so much to cover. But today, I want us to talk about three main things. Building a fashion business, mm -hmm. using your business to empower women and to empower people of color through your business, and then related to that, but separate topic two, diversity. Okay. So let's dive in with, tell me a little bit about your journey to building your company. When did you know that, wow, I think I really am, this is going to work? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, you know, there's always pivotal moments in your yes. career that really like, you know, whether it's the, the very first time, my very first store was Bergdorf. So, you know. What a way so, to begin. Yeah. Right? So that was, that was extremely fortunate. And um, it was amazing to first see my clothes, you know, in the store, hanging there, mm. you know, with, with, um, you know, the name sign and everything and you're in the store. And um, that was a huge moment. And you, you're finally like, oh, I'm in business now. Right. Really. <laughs> Um, and then there's there's many moments, you know, the, there's the first time as a celebrity ever wore something. Um, Do you remember who that was? Your first? Uh, yeah, it was um, it was Jessica Alba. Oh she, wow! Yeah, she looked. You you start big, Carly. <laughs> you want to just go go out there? Go no, big. she was amazing. She was wearing it for the AMAs, and this mm -hmm. was back in 2010. Wow. Um, and um, yeah, she looked so chic and elegant, and it was just it was amazing. Yes. Um, so so yeah, and it was just really. I mean, like as you know, as the business has grown, and you know for so long I was just you know there was just a few people then grew the company to like six people then now there's 17 of us right. still not massive but you know it's also like I have a responsibility for, yes, all, a, for, for all these people for all these people for all of their careers and you know and it's and, you know and I've had you know this several people who who work for me who have been with me for almost eight nine years yes um that's nice yeah so it's really really grow nice with you um yeah and that's been important to me to be able to sort of you know foster this uh sort of um very 
sort of family relaxed sort of uh, mm-hmm. environment right. and sort of organic environment. Yeah. So, um, so you've also dressed. Going back to those big moments too, you've you've also dressed um, Beyonce. You've dressed Jennifer Lopez, Ashley Graham, and of course I'm leaving for last, <laughs> Michelle Obama. Yes. And for each of those, so just, you know, I imagine that you feel as you've described, you know, you just feel really amazing and it's exciting. What sort of impact does it have on the business itself when celebrities wear the clothes? Um, it can entirely depend. Um, you know, it, it's um, it's amazing. It's amazing. First and foremost, it's an amazing visibility for the brand. Okay. So if someone, you know, if someone like, Yes, Beyonce wears the collection, you know, it gets huge reach whenever, uh, you know, we put it on Instagram or, mm-hmm. or blast it out there. Lots of people see it and it gives it, you know, it grows the brand recognition. So yeah. it's 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 huge for that, um, you know, and then sometimes, you know, if they are um, wearing something that is available for um, available for sale or is um, available for pre-order. It can really help um, skyrocket those. You actually see an uptick. Yeah, when yeah. Um, uh, Rihanna um, wore a dress recently, it was um, mm. just this past fall. Yes, and it was available for pre-order, right. and and that dress just yeah. It was amazing. You made a lot of them. Yeah. 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 Is that still on the collection going forward? So that dress, it was available for pre-order at the time. So mm-hmm. the dress is now um, now in Being stores. Being ready to be delivered. Uh, yeah. and, and describe it because people want to know. It's, um, it was from this this uh, Spring 19 collection. Um, it's a silk dress, which is, um, it was pink and red. Um, it had a twist at the bust and yeah. a striped um, tropical print on okay. the bottom. And the length? Um, okay. Over the knee. Okay. Yeah. And what was the fabric? Silk. Okay. Because I have to go look for it myself too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, interestingly enough, when, when one starts a business... Clearly, there are certain things that you're concerned about, nervous even about. And then you get to a point um, where you are now, where mm-hmm. you're sort of in mid-cycle, you're a teenager, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and moving forward. What are some of the challenges? Um, there's always challenges, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether it's, you know, um, funding, um, just general cash flow in terms of mm-hmm. built in terms of growing the business. It's one thing, you know, sustaining your business, but it's also another thing to grow to grow it and do more things and do different things. And whether you want to introduce new categories or mm-hmm. whether it's to um, you know launch a website or do the do do a website in the way that you want to. Right. Um, so. There's, you know, and then there's also things that, you know, are outside your, your, um, your control in terms of the industry itself and, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, how, how the department stores are being affected and right. things like that. Yes. So there's a lot of things that are, that are out of your control, um, mm-hmm. as well, but, um, you know, it's like any, it's like any other business. There's always going to be ups and downs and, yes. um, you know, you just got to keep going. Having a business in the digital age, mm. having a fashion business in the digital age and, and you didn't have one, <laughs> not in the digital age. Mm. So can't compare in that way, but what are you, were you going to say well, actually? I said, well, yeah. a little bit because yeah. when I started the company, Instagram didn't exist, right? So, or it but might, websites did. Websites right? did. Did you start with an e-commerce site? No, I've okay, only so. had e-commerce for two and a half years. Now. Okay, so yes. Um, so you can actually make a bit of a comparison. Yeah. So it is. Mm-hmm. You know, there is you know, a big difference between, um, you know, so social media, I never, you know, you never thought that it was going to have such a big impact. Mm, um, that is so true. On your business or even have a whole role for someone at your company that that's what they do, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, and it's been a huge learning curve. Yes. Um, 
But what's great about it is that, you know, just being able to connect with people and um, whether it's people to collaborate with or whether it's just connecting with um, with with your customer, because, you know, outside, you know, aside from my my e-commerce, I don't have any other retail. Any. Okay. Um, and so my only my only contact with the customer was the feedback I'd get through my stores that yes. um my wholesale stores so um it's great to be able to have that sort of direct line of communication with that um with with your audience with right. your customer with you know someone who's interested in you know purchasing something and and sort of understanding what they're liking and what they're not yes. liking so could you see do you see brick and mortar in your future i um I would like to. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. It's still it's still down the road, but it's something I would very much like to do. Yeah. And I I think for people especially like you brands who have a really defined aesthetic that's very strong and this, um, a brick and mortar can make a lot of sense just from that point of view alone. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's a lot more that goes into it. Um but how do you describe tell our audience how you describe your aesthetic? Um, <laughs> um, I describe my aesthetic as, um, as, as, as modern and ultra feminine. It's, it's a very sort of clean, minimal, sexy. Um, I always wanted to create that balance between, you know, sort of empowering women and making them feel confident and, um, and, and sophisticated but at the same time you know feeling feminine feeling um feeling that they can be a little bit bold but at mm -hmm. the same time you know creating pieces that are that that will last in your wardrobe that you know mm -hmm. you don't throw out after a season that yes. that they will always remain classics that you can go back to okay that what are a couple of pieces couple as in two but it could be three <laughs> Uh, that you would recommend that are sort of favorites that really work for a lot of different bodies and lifestyles from your spring collection. Now, I know your head might be in your fall collection because you just showed that um, several weeks ago for Fashion Week and it got rave reviews. Congratulations. Thank People you. were really talking about how wonderful it was. And so, but spring, if I can bring you, <laughs> bring you back to that moment. <laughs> Um, yes. So, um, yes, yeah, spring was super fun. It was really colorful and really bright. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, yes, no. Um, what would be some of my favorite pieces? Mm -hmm. Oh, there was a, um, there was a, a lime colored, uh, jumpsuit. Okay. That, Love jumpsuits. Yeah, <laughs> that's super flowy, super, mm -hmm. um, easy to wear. And, you know, just throw on one piece and it's just, I don't know, I feel like you're just transported to somewhere tropical. <laughs> I love um, that. And that's definitely a favorite piece. And then um, I also um, uh, launched my new handbag collection during the spring show. Oh, wonderful. So, yes, yes. Um, there's, a, there's a navy stamped croc um, mm -hmm. uh, bucket bag that I love. So, Ooh, yes. yes, we have to. And that's available online and at some of the stores that you sell to yes okay yes look for that what's the price range of your clothing and of the new handbag line so um the average point average price point for like a dress or mm -hmm. a jumpsuit is around about 1500 for okay. um you know it goes between uh it generally goes between uh 1200 to yeah to about 1800 those okay. pieces um and and handbags there are there are some smaller handbags that are under a thousand okay they're um uh 895 and 995 and um and some of the bigger handbags are 1295 and 1395 okay what made you expand into handbags it was something that i really wanted to do i've been doing ready to wear for a really long time and yeah. i really wanted to um you know, expand the collection, expand my DNA and really create something that I felt, you know, went along um, with 
with the collection. I mean, I've been so well known for um, for my cocktail dresses specifically. Yes. Um, you know, especially as you know, I, you know, I dress a lot of people on the red carpet. Right. So, um, but you know, I think as my consumer gets to know me better for as well for um, separates and more casual pieces mm -hmm. and knitwear, you know, it's great that. Um, to be able to offer handbags as well. Right. Um, and, you know, I've been, I, 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 I had a really great response to them in, in September. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how it does um, retail wise. Yes. Um, they're made in Italy. Okay. Um, and they're available and, now? Um, yes. Or in a, uh, yes. Um, yes, they are. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then I was thinking, oh, right, we're airing in March, so don't cut that out. <laughs> so they are. They are available now. So building a business, you attended Parsons, right? Mm -hmm. And Parsons is one of the premier schools, some would argue the premier fashion school in the United States and certainly one of the premier schools in, in the world. When you graduated, was your vision to start your own brand or was it to go and work and support a designer in the back rooms um yeah when I when I graduated I I no I wasn't thinking to start my own line right away mm -hmm. and um and I had and I had hoped um to work for a designer brand in New York and um and there were people that you know I had interned with that I really enjoyed working with um at the time when I was graduating I was interning with Oscar de Laurenta mm -hmm. and that was an amazing experience and everyone imagine. there was so lovely and um you know and also working with uh, you know um you know, Mr. Doranta himself. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was the so, late, unfortunately, yes. late Mr. Doranta. Um, yeah. And it was kind of a, it was always so amazing, just you know, because when I started, I had no idea how how much he was really going to be around. You know, yes, he's yeah. um, and he was very much, you know, very very present. Um, What's the most important thing you learned from him? Um, he understood his customer so well. He knew exactly who she was, where she was going, how she liked to dress. And he, you know, he knew her inside and out. And I just thought it was just like really beautiful to see, like even when he would be working with his designers and, you know, they were sketching and he would be like, no, she wouldn't wear that. And, you know, and it, it's yeah. just, and he was so joyful all the time and he would like walk through the 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 design studio the design studio into the atelier and he'd be singing and really yeah what did he sing <laughs> he um i'm not it's something beautiful in spanish um <laughs> and yeah wow. and all, you know everybody loved him and it was just yes. it was a really nice you know environment to yes. be in um so they you know when i was graduating um they didn't have any available any um uh opportunities in design yes. but they had something in 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 textiles that they did um offer me but i just didn't feel like it was the right thing for right. me um and you know i was just like mm, should i take it and then maybe try and Mm -hmm. maneuver myself yes, exactly. <laughs> as they say get your foot in the door yeah right. but I just didn't think it was the right thing for me and and um um but you know um but you know so I sort of you know took some time off that summer and you know really thought about it and then and then decided to um strike out yes it it really takes listening to you explain that and you know that path that you took it reminds me that it really does take um guts a bit of guts but also a sense of self and i'm not saying it's necessarily holistic and you, any one person feels that way all the time but you have to have some sense of purpose and self to start a business and to grow a business and to lead a business yeah and have you had any formal leadership training or you know is it all sort of as you go <laughs> trial and error, <laughs> trial and uh, error. <laughs> um no i've i've not had any any leadership or mm -hmm. um or 
uh, no kind of NBA background mm-hmm. or anything like that. And you know, I, I'm, I'm not actually sure what it's like now. But you know, at you know when I was at Parsons, even the the sort of the sort of I I did my BFA in fashion design, but there wasn't mm-hmm. a, a a big uh, sort of business uh, component yes. um, to the program. I'm not sure if that's changed since it's been a yes. it's been a while since I've been there. So, yes. um, but you know, there's but I you know I'm not sure. There's so much that you just learn by just you know having to do having, it yourself. Yes, and, you just have to do you it. You know, I'm not sure if you know that you know, if a class would really teach you for everything that, you know, is going to come your way. Right. Of course not. No, it wouldn't. And and even observing like an Oscar de la Renta having Oh, no, absolutely. To... And I was, I also interned at Proenza and their brand yes. was quite small at the time. And that right. was, that was really great for me because, because they, you know, they had, you know, a lot of, they worked with a lot of factories in, in New York. Right. And, you know, I was running a lot of errands and, you know, doing, and a, and a lot of people now are days you know uh, you know don't don't want to do the boring stuff don't right, want to do glamorous yeah stuff. and and get annoyed when you know oh all I had got to do today was go get coffee and then go right. do this and you know organize you know fabric swatches or yes. something and you know you don't realize how much you're learning just by soaking right. it all in exactly and if you care to observe to be aware and look around and see what you can learn um, I remember those days when Proenza, when they were starting out Proenza School, and the we I was at eBay at the time for part of that, and we did a partnership with them. Mm-hmm. We were trying to support designers um, who we thought you know, had a great future and had a lot of talent, and they were such a pleasure to work with, mm-hmm. and it was so interesting and good to do that. Yeah, I have to tell you a quick little anecdote, which I think you'll appreciate, regarding Oscar de la Renta and your point about how much he knew his customer, mm-hmm. which is interesting. He was doing Balmain, as you know, yeah. and he was the couture designer. And so one um, one season, I went to Paris to see couture, and it was during the period that he was doing Balmain. Went to the show and um, sitting in the audience, and, and going to couture is unlike anything else because... It's it's not so much about the editors and retailers. It's really there, there about the customers, Customer, yeah. right? So there are all these really interesting, for the most part, women. There are mm-hmm. men there too, in the audience. We're sitting, and I'm there as a journalist waiting for the show to begin. And you know, I was a bit startled when I saw Mr. De Laurenta come from behind the curtain. It literally was a curtain, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and walk in, you know, down the runway. And he started greeting everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was greeting his customers. He said hi to me too, which was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was really there to, to your point, greet his customers. You know, he, clearly he knew many of them, yeah. and yeah, it was really special. I always remember that too. And and you've kind of brought it full circle. No, absolutely. He was the loveliest man. Yeah. Loveliest and very smart businessman. Yeah. Right, to your point. So, all right, growing the business where you sort of bake diversity and empowerment into it, was that something you set out to do or was that something you said, you know, I need to do this or a bit of both or none Uh, of the above? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not something I necessarily set out to do um, because you're just – you know, I guess you're just on, you know, on this path and, you know, you're trying to figure out your next steps and what mm-hmm. you want to do and, and get your career going um, and create this product. Um, and it's not necessarily something that I initially thought of about yeah. at first. But, you know, for me, it was, you know, as as I really started to even, you know, to build my company and, you know, build it from within um you know it was really about creating an environment that was also um that also felt um that was in that was um what's the word that um to create this environment for mm-hmm. my employees, for yeah. you know that Nurturing I have that that supportive. that was supportive. That was you know I have you know a lot of female employees. You know mm-hmm. whether they they need um, you know some kind of you know 
flexible working hours if they're mothers, you know, and yes. I think that is something that's very important to me. Um, you know, I, I've I've had plenty of friends who've, you know, who've struggled with that, right. you know, sort of balance. Yes. And, um, and it's, you know, and then, you know, it really becomes, and then, you realize how you know you you're one of the few examples of women of color doing mm. this um, right. um, in the industry, and it's um, you know it's it's important to me to be um, to be you know a strong example yeah. of that. That's wonderful. Do you do you feel it as an obligation, or do you feel it as just something authentic that's wonderful that you like to do? Um, it's not an obligation. Mm-hmm. I feel grateful to be in the position mm-hmm. that I'm in. Um, but, you know, but it's also a, a responsibility. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, that I don't take lightly. But at the same time, it's a responsibility to, you know, the people I have working for me too. to, yeah. you know, um, to, con- to to continue to do the best Um um best work for this brand and and really you know grow it as you know as far as i can when i think about you know into what you just said it's pretty stunning i think about black women or women of color who are a in the business and b are designers in the business and then c have their own brands it's a really small list you yeah. know so there's you there's tracy reese um mimi plange who's you know had to diversify and take you know, some steps back some steps forward and you know incredible talent and you know and then they're I think those are the most prominent and then there are quite a few more that that I know of and they're trying to find their way and find their footing yeah know. there's yeah there's only a few of us there's also mm-hmm. Aurora from Brother Valleys oh and, yes of course um, and um, um who does the accessories yeah, yeah and um Monique um Pierre, who has the jewelry line. Yes. Um, so there is, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, there is not, there's not a huge Not amount. a huge note here. Uh, and then abroad, of course, we'd want to mention in England, um, Grace Wells Bonner mm-hmm. is doing great stuff. And there is a woman in Italy whose name I am not remembering right now. But also there's wonderful things which are, which draw upon her Haitian background. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that part of the conversation's over because we can't think of anyone else. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's very few of us. Um, so, um, yeah. Now, d- do you find that surprising? And if not, you know, there's no wrong or right answer. How can we perhaps nurture more? Do you think there's something? Because it seems to me, as I said, I know quite a few who are nascent there's also i think about like even yvonne junelle who's with harlem fashion week and she's you know finding her footing and Mm -hmm. people you know but getting to the point where you are where tracy is um you know where aurora is why do you think there's so few um you know i'm not always entirely sure but uh, you Mm -hmm. know a lot of it you know at the end of the day fashion is a very expensive industry to get into mm-hmm. um it's a very expensive business to build um you know uh, you know most of your expenses when you when you're starting out you know are all up front and you don't get paid from the stores until net 30 after you ship so you've you've paid for everything up until then yes so it's it can be um it can be, you know, a very, uh, you know, a very difficult um, business to build. And right. it can take, you know, even if you manage to, you know, there's doing one collection and then, you know, you've got to keep following it up mm-hmm. with more yes. and more, you know. Um, so I and it's it's, you know, for so long for, you know, for decades, it's been this very sort of insiders group of people. Mm, so yes, very you know, true. Uh, it's a club. Yes, it's been a club. And you know that never really branched out. It was you know everybody sort of knew each other. There was the mm. you know the 
daughters and sons of of people who knew each other and it didn't really expand much beyond that yes um and and you know even even to even to this day you know um there's so much uh, especially when you see the, the the designers in Europe there's so much um just of just passing the same designers around different houses yes and it's just like why don't you give somebody else that's a chance that's a really good point carly absolutely yeah yeah give someone else a chance it's just people here doing great work you know here meaning here wherever wherever exactly the and it's just fresh like, point of view they obviously are well trained and I think it's you know I think there's there sh- should be more opportunity for yes. for for everyone just because there is it's a big industry um, and you know um, there are a lot of brands there are a lot of houses but still all of these same people keep getting circulated all of yes. these same people are supported and others aren't yeah um, absolutely so yeah. the um, when. When the trend to, you know, install new designers into old houses started, um, I remember thinking, too, that, well, you know, everyone is, for the most part, a guy, first mm-hmm. of all. And definitely there were no black people considered whatsoever, people right. of other backgrounds. And, yeah, it's still now over a decade later, two decades later since that started. And it's sort of the same. Now those people. <laughs> it's the same. I mean, I was actually it. really happy with, with Karl Lagerfeld just mm-hmm. passing. Um, yes. I was happy to see that it was, um, that it was his junior that was taking over. Taking over. Yes. I forget her name now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that was nice to see that, yes. you know, someone who had been working alongside him right. it was just not like this. And a woman. Yes, right. and a woman. But not just like this big press moment that they're taking someone from somewhere else and yes. to make, you know, turn this into one of these brands that, you know, just regurgitates different designers every right. few years. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, you know, with the, with the sort of, there's a lot of turmoil around diversity right now what are some of the things in your view that can be done to have these incidents like happened at Gucci and Prada and so on not happen um (laughs) (laughs) sorry I mean these incidents that happen I mean it's almost it's not comical because it's 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 offensive but it's comical that it keeps happening that it keeps happening and you know and it's and it's always the Italians no no yeah (laughs) You're right. No, I totally understand. You're laughing at first. Cause first of all, I'm a big believer in you have to laugh at yourself. You have to laugh at things in life. Humor is a good meta- is good medicine. But um, second of all, to your point, just last night, I got a text from a friend in the business texting me something new. I didn't even have time to look it up. I just, mm-hmm. But she sent me a photo and she said who the brand was. And I just like, is this real? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Um, it's... I don't know. I don't understand how that happens. And I think, you know, um, I've I've seen, I've heard of certain situations that um, um, that have happened and where people have said things mm-hmm. and preemptively said, like, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe it's not a good idea. Oh, really? And, and they they've ignored it, it. And they don't think about it. And then they see the backlash. And yeah. then it's like. Um, uh, let's um, see. Yes, maybe we don't. <laughs> maybe we told you so. Right. So, um, so I, I think certain people mm-hmm. are 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 very out of touch. I don't yes. think it's I don't think it's meant to be offensive, mm-hmm. but um, but they need to understand that it is, mm-hmm. and and um. And I think if they had, obviously, a more diverse workforce, mm-hmm. um, it, w- it wouldn't be such an issue. Yes. Um, especially, you know, they might, you know, a lot of these big companies, they have, they have offices, you know, you know, 
all over all over the world. So you would think that this, you know, this stuff would come up. Right. Um, even if And you're serving this global audience. Right. So yes, you know, we're here in the USA and we're a diverse country, but you're also serving this global audience. Right. Um I'm not sure. It's crazy to me. <laughs> it's like crazy. So um, back to also, because this is part of running, running the business, but more specifically running the business. So you're a creative, and this comes up a lot in fashion. It comes up in other industries, but particularly in fashion, um, it's germane to fashion, probably music too, where you're running the business, which requires you as a designer, you're running the business as a designer. And of course, it's a business. And so you're required to also have analytical skills and deal with quantitative issues. So how do you balance the two? Um, it's just from, from learning as I go along and having to do everything within the company. I mean, mm-hmm. when I started, you know, mm-hmm. yes, I have, a, you know, a, a company full of people now. But when I started, I, mm-hmm. I did everything. Yes. I've done everything from, you know, from selling my product to, you know, Balancing the books. Balancing the books to learn, yeah, to learning QuickBooks and inputting Mm -hmm. every single invoice I had. Oh, my God, that gives me bumps. (laughs) I'm breaking out a cold sweat. Yeah, no, it was not fun, but I did it. And actually, I didn't mind doing it for myself, you know. And, you know, I've hand-delivered my clothes to my product to to Bergdorf. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, when when Bergdorf uh, or... um, or for example, when you know Vogue wouldn't come to see the collection, I mm-hmm. had to take the collection to Vogue to, yes. you know. Um, there's just, I, I, you basically learn how to do everything for yourself. Right. That it just comes um, inherent, and I think, um, and I think once you once you know your business so well, it's. Mm-hmm you end up making the best decisions for it in the mm-hmm. end. And I think, you know, a lot of people get nervous with, okay, I don't have a business degree and I'm mm, not sure if I'm doing yes. the right thing. But at the end of the day, everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether you have a business degree or not, you're not. Um, That's true. That doesn't make you infallible. Right. You, um, you have a degree or some kind of formal training. Right. So at least at the end of the day, if you can, um, I, you know, I'd rather live with my mistakes than have to live with somebody else's. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that should be a mantra. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> so what do you know now, Carly, that you wish you knew early in your business? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure there's anything I would change only because, you know, um, you know, I'm where I am today because of, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the good things and the mistakes that I've made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think, I think starting the business quite young was quite helpful. <laughs> um, I think just as why, how so? I think the the little the occasional blissful naivety is 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 helpful <laughs> sometimes when when going into a business. I think having that youthful yes. boldness is um, sometimes good to just propel you to just to get through certain situations. Right. Um, and I don't think I would change that. Do uh, the crazy stuff that actually sometimes ends up being really helpful and productive. Right. <laughs> and you, you sometimes you look back and you're like, God, I can't believe I did that. Um, and you're like, wow. Um, and, and But you're grateful for it. You're grateful that, you know, you weren't as scared or you were you didn't even really think about the consequences um you know and I think sometimes you take a little bit more risk then yes um and you know I think um yeah sometimes you know those 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 few risks that you do take you know are you know are the right things to do mm-hmm. so I'm not sure there's anything I would change I don't yeah I don't okay. think so right. so what lays ahead for you you have a lot going on Missy I do have a lot going <laughs> so on so congratulations in the past congratulations in the present and then how are you going to balance it all so you're expecting and you got married last year was it or year two, before two years ago yes okay two years ago and um you know, so a lot going on yes a lot going on so um yes 
So let's start with <laughs> congratulations are in order, as I said. And how are you going to balance it all? So um, it'll definitely be a juggle. And it's something that, you know, I I will as I will be figuring out as I go along. Um, you know, I do have because I I am the CEO and creative director. I mm-hmm. I do basically oversee everything. So, um, but at the same, that's being said, I do have a, an amazing team. Yeah. So, and I always feel like a business, just you know, friends who have businesses and people I know, and coming up in fashion, so many people obviously have businesses. Um, that a business is like a child. Like it can be so all-consuming. Right. It is. And it's, it can be all-consuming and crazy things happen that you can't even, you know, predict. So absolutely. But I think, you know, I will take a little bit of time off and um, or time away from the office. You know, I'll work from home. Um, and then I will just be bringing my baby with me to work. So Have you set up a little nursery yet? I haven't yet. I do need to. I think I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to try and take a, a month um, to just be at home. And then after that, um, bring her in, you know, a couple of days a week. Um, and, you know, she'll oh, be... Oh, you said her. Yes. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So More ha- girls in the world. More girls. <laughs> so so yes yeah, so um you know she I yeah I won't be ready to be away from her and at the same time she'll be you know she just needs to eat and sleep so um so I think I can do that and be at work at the same time mm-hmm. um so that's you know really you know what it's gonna be and I and I think um you know I just have to be you know, a little bit more flexible with my hours. And I I think it'll, um, you know, I just, you know, have to prioritize and focus my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm super excited, um, you know, and I am. Uh, does your husband work outside the home? Yes, he okay. does. Yeah. Um, he, he does as well. He can work from home a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, um, and... Both our mothers are coming at some point. Uh, you got that organized. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but Not at the same time necessarily. No, no right? so that like, yeah. well, you know, my mother can come and help for a bit, mm-hmm. then his mom can come and help yeah. for a bit too. Perfect. Um, but no, um, you know, a, a lot of my uh, my staff are excited for yeah. the baby to be in the office. Have a uh, lot of like um, cushiony godmothers and godfathers. <laughs> yes, <right? laughs> absolutely. So um, it'll be fun. I mean, I, you know, I have I have nothing to compare it to, so I have no idea what mm-hmm. it's going to be like. But um, so no expectations, which is always a good thing, right? Exactly. In life, generally. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I've been so excited to start a family. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't Wonderful. wait. So to ask something a little personal, mm-hmm. um, do you have a name yet? I do have a name, but we're not telling. We're not not telling. telling. (laughs) Even my parents don't know. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, no, we're not going to be that intrusive. But we will play a little game instead. Is that fair? That's fine. Which is like, if you could give her a fashion name, what would it be? (laughs) A fashion name? Um... Taken from someone in the industry, you mean? Could be. Whatever, wherever you're mind and creativity at this moment takes you. Like, what would be? I don't know. Like how people often name... There are quite a few people who name their kids Chanel. <laughs> that is true. There is. <laughs> and yeah, Aman's quite a big one too. And mm, then there's Chanel yes. Aman, who has both been a <laughs> yes. Um, oh, I'm not sure. Um, my friends have a dog called Versace, and I think okay. it's fabulous. Versace. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend's dog, exactly. Um... Uh, when I'm going to tell you when the kid is, let's see what age, let's say 14. Okay. And they're really, she's really not listening to you Mm. and you have to hold something over her head and you say, do you know I could have named you? (laughs) What would you say? What would it be? Um, So you'll be ready. And then she'll do whatever it was you were trying to get her to do. 
uh, I'll just ban her from my closet. You, uh, oh, good one. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah, no, my, my husband's just like, he's like, the amount from. of clothes you have is insane. But he's like, now that we're having a daughter, he's like, at least like, um, she's going to have an amazing closet to, she's like, she's going to be going to school in cocktail dresses. In. <laughs> is it, how, how big is it? Does it take up a room? In your, um, do you live in an apartment? Or I a have house? I have a house, okay. and so I have. Uh-oh. Yes, I have a walk-in closet in the main house, and then I have um, closets in the basement that have <laughs> just. I have just clothes. Are they clothes. temperature controlled? And um, unfortunately, careful. not. Um, and plus, I have a massive, like, a, yeah, massive rack out the office as well full of my clothes too so um yeah and and what's the size of your husband's wardrobe space oh yeah he's been um yeah it's it's does he have any it's pretty pathetic yeah he's just Mm -hmm. got the 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 small guest room closet so (laughs) not the guest room people it's a small guest room closet yeah (laughs) yeah that he has to work at is there um anything about fashion that, you know, being in the business, growing your business, that has totally surprised you? Good or bad? Fortunate or unfortunate? Um, I think it surprised, I mean, um, I think it surprises me given that there are a lot of women in the industry. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a lot of women at the, at the, top of 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 design houses mm-hmm. but there's a lot of women in the industry as a whole which is a shame that there's not as many More um risen the, to the top that yeah. are at the top and so for me and then i and then i f- and excuse me when you say top of design houses you mean as designers or say as ceos or either either whether mm-hmm. it's whether it's a ceo or whether it's the head designer okay. of 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 whether it's their own namesake or a mm-hmm. a um, a older design house, and I think that you know. And then with that as well, it's it's there just doesn't seem as much support for um, for female designers as there is for male designers. Mm-hmm. And I think that I agree with that. And I think they're looked at very differently. I think the way from the way they're reviewed from the way they're seen as 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 i i feel like women are always described as being very practical and and mm-hmm. men have this fantasy and yes i understand there is there is a practicality mm-hmm. obviously to to a way a woman designs because she's designing for herself right and you know and and it's a lived life she knows right what she's and doing. for a man yes they have to create this persona but neither is is better than the other mm-hmm. um you know there's it's a different point of view but they don't seem to be revered in the same light yes um and and i think that's a real shame and i think that you know for the 10 years that i've had the company or more than now mm-hmm. um um you know it's something that's <clears throat> that's been a constant yes yes and yeah i can attest to the fact even prior to that and there is a, there's a sort of a celebration, an excitement that that comes with the male designer that doesn't come along, you know, with or for the female designer. Mm-hmm. I agree. Saying that from the point of view of the observer and an allied person, if you will, in terms of profession. And, you know, I think there are a couple of things to it too, is that there's, it reflect, reflects the broader society, right. right? That we see that. I always think it's interesting where, you know, I use food as an example where, you know, if you're cooking at home and you're a woman, you're a cook. And if you're cooking outside and you're a man, you're a chef. Right. right? It's so true. It's that sort of paradigm and that the way we, we look at things. I, I hope I see that changing a little, but hearing you speak about it, I think we have to be intentional about the change Mm -hmm. rather than only watching it unfold and saying, well, it seems like it's getting a little better, but I think we have to talk about it to begin with and then take more steps to make sure. And now people are talking about where it comes to, um, when when it comes to what is happening with 
black people in society, as well as in the industry, implicit bias has become something that's starting to be a word that's in the mainstream, a phrase that's in the mainstream. I think that is a, a, a phrase we can use for this too, to start trying to solve what is a, an, a problem and equal the playing field. Right. Absolutely. True. Yeah. Well, this has been so wonderful. I just want to go on and on. Yes. Like, okay, let's get another topic. Thank you so much, Carly, for being here. Thank you. Wish you every success. And you know, I do have one more. I have to squeeze in one more thing. Okay. I would like to know, we're, not that you're doing anything in 2019, <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything ahead in the business that we should know about that you have on the drafting table? Um, in business, well, I just... Um, I launched Bridal as well. Oh. So Bridal, um, yes. I showed my first Bridal collection in October. I'll show you the second Fantastic. In, in April. So that's something that's been very exciting to me. That's wonderful. Um, Was that inspired by being a bride or you always wanted um, to? It's something that I've always thought about just because um, I've had, obviously I made my own dress and, and mm -hmm, things for mm -hmm. my You've wedding. you those photos. Thank Beautiful. you. <laughs> things for my wedding events and things like that. And I've had, I've dressed friends. Um, you know, for whether it's their second dress or their civil service or, um, you know, and I've done a few custom things as well for, for clients. And it's something that, you know, was kind of just almost felt like a natural progression. Yes. And so I've just been really happy to be able to um, offer this to my customer now. Um, and, you know, the first collection had, you know, a really good reception. So I'm really excited. Oh, I'm excited for you because it's such a special time, A, in a woman's life. Yeah. And then it's also known to be the time when every woman or most women will spend the most money on a dress right? well that is true and so. it's you know and it's exciting and it's always a, a happy time everyone's you know you know excited and it's you know it's a it's a fun experience yes. for a woman and it's you know it's it's great to be a part of that you know um you know you know a lot of a lot of even my cocktail dresses people um might wear in white for part uh, you know yes. part of the occasion too so um it's it's nice to be you know a part of someone's special moments yes carly kushney it's been wonderful having you here it's been fantastic speaking with you i just loved all your candor and grace and and your knowledge Thank and of course, you. I'm not going to say your practicality. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much. You are really as compelling as your designs. We wish you every success. With, you. This is such a big year for you and every success in the future. Thank Thanks you so much. Here. You're welcome. Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Este abril te invitamos a nuestra feria virtual Univisión Contigo rumbo a la universidad. Conéctate virtualmente con representantes de colegios y universidades en la costa este. Desde Nueva York a Florida, aprende sobre ayuda financiera, becas y otros recursos para continuar tu educación. Regístrate para asistir y para la oportunidad de ganar una tableta. Te esperamos en Univisión Contigo rumbo a la universidad del 3 al 9 de abril. Regístrate ya en univision.com diagonal universidad.